tweet at SAFM Radio and at John Khirika. Let's talk Nepal for a little while. Nepal South Africa has announced that all planned Nepal activities had been suspended. This was in January until further notice because of COVID-19. There have been meetings. There have been updates. Let's find exactly what's happening with Nepal at the moment. Spa Protea's assistant Nepal coach is Dumasani Chauke. Dumasani, good chatting to you. Thanks for joining us. Hi there. Thanks for having me. What is the latest when it comes to Nepal? Well, the latest, obviously, is that we can get back to the netball court. Woo! That is absolutely exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we received the go-ahead. We all just need to be prepared with our, you know, COVID-19 regulations mm. when it comes to the risk mitigation plans for your different facilities. Because if you don't have those, obviously, you cannot train. Because then you cannot guarantee the safety of your athletes, who might infect other athletes when they all come together to either play leagues, play trials, or whatever. But the most exciting thing is that we've got the Spa Challenge coming up, uh, where South Africa will be playing up against Uganda and Namibia in Cape Town, end of March. And Sorry, I'm just writing all of this down. End of March in Cape Town. Okay, how, how are the ladies doing? How have they been managing not getting on the court? It's been uh, frustrating, although we did manage to get in a spa challenge against Malawi last year mm. um, in November down in Sun City. And then they all went into a bit of a break, um, although our internationals didn't really have much of a break because some of them, uh, well, their league started out in the UK. Uh, the Super League started in the UK today. And we do have uh, the, uh, the Australia-based players flying out um, in the next couple of weeks. Okay. So, yeah, our players, um, yes, they've had a bit of a rest, but also an active rest because they do not, they have commitments somewhere else. And those that are here at home have just been keeping fit, uh, preparing for Uganda because you guys, the Uganda series was postponed from Jan to, to well, further notice and they just had to stay ready. So uh, we are hoping that they, they've all been training, sticking to their training programs. And when we meet down in Cape Town, they'll be fit and ready to take Uh, I I was surprised that there were travels because that was going to be my my next question is have the ladies been able to go and do their commitments at the professional clubs that they'd normally go to overseas? The answer is yes, they have. Well, well, it, it, it's rather um, funny because when we finished Malawi, our England-based players had to already fly out uh, to England. And when England imposed their travel bans against South Africans, mm. our players couldn't come back. So <laughs> the ones that are in the UK have been in the UK since December sure. and have not been able to come back. Well, it's worked out for them because now they were able to train with their teams longer and their season started today, which means you know they were able to prepare properly with their teams. The ones coming, well, the ones going to Australia, uh, they had a bit of trouble because mm. there's not a lot of uh, pl- uh, flights going out to Australia. Yes, we do have a travel ban, but I think for business, they do allow people to travel. So our players um, out in Australia will be traveling soon. Other than that, no one can go anywhere. As yeah. you know, the new South African strain has made us enemy number one <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> uh, I, was listening, well, I was listening to the news or something the other day, and yeah, we, we don't like to call it the South African strain, but everybody else is calling it the South African yeah. strain. So. How can it be a South African strain? Yes, yes, the virus mutated, whatever, whatever. But how do we just all of a sudden own a, a virus that came from Wuhan? But anyway, that's for the <laughs> it, for what? the clever people to discuss. Sometimes we must claim it. It's like, yeah, we're the king of strains. Uh, no, we don't want that one. We don't want to <laughs> claim that let's one. Let's not be a world leader in that one. No, uh, no, no, we're fine. Dumasani Chaki. All right, so th- the this end of March event, will you have your internationals come in or is uh, is that all up in the air? 
It's currently all up in the air. It's rather a challenge because the ones that are in the UK, they already started with their games. Mm. Should they fly in, they need 14 days quarantine before they, before they can even get into contact with anyone. And that's already time consuming. The ones that are going out to, to Australia, leaving, well, now, um, end of, well, beginning of March, when they get there, they need to go into quarantine for 14 days mm. before they can join their class. They'll probably train for one week, and next thing, their league is starting um, end of April, May. And if they need to still come back, they come back 14 days. And uh, <laughs> <I don't, laughs> it's a, we, we would love to have all our, our senior um, season spa pro tier players. Uh, but for now, um, it's something that we're still discussing. But number one, the players come first. The players' safety, mm. the players' um, contracts and the players, you know, ability to cope with their schedules as well because we also need to look after them. But also it gives us an opportunity to look at the, the second mm. tier, third tier of players that are available in the country. So it's an opportunity for someone to stick up their hand and say, listen, come 2023, I'm here. That was going to be my next thing. It, it must be blessing in disguise because now you can go, all right, who's there? Who is, who's knocking on the door? And maybe this is an opportunity. You always wait for that opportunity as, as a first reserve, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everyone is always knocking on that door. Mm. And also, it will create a bit of competition for, for the current uh, players in the team not to get too comfortable because there's someone knocking. Um, you know, sometimes we get into a comfort zone and we think we own something. Uh, it's going to be a mm. great opportunity for us as coaches to see what the rest of the players in the country have to offer, but also just look at our long-term plans in terms of having the, the, the top 12, having the next 12, having the the, the, the Fed 12, you know, mm. just having more depth um, of, of players in our country so that we don't found wanting when players retire, players go overseas, players get injured, or players can't take off work um, due to well, work commitments or, or studies. Uh, what is it like as a coach getting a new crop of, of players coming through, having to learn new, the, the systems? Um, two sides of the coin. Uh, first, side is that it's a it's a huge challenge because it's a you need to teach them the culture first you mm. teach them the culture you teach them the the work ethic you teach them the the standard that is required at that level and then on the other side it's exciting because all of a sudden you get someone that you can mold into exactly what we want them to be in our system so it's an exciting challenge which uh, often leads to sleepless nights, uh, but we welcome it. <laughs> <laughs> is netball a, a small community? In other words, you as the netball, Proteus netball assistant coach, you already know like the next 20 players underneath. Well, we have to. It's our job. Yeah. <laughs> if okay. we don't, who will? <laughs> but well, b- being in the circuit, uh, being involved in, in university sport, especially mm. myself working at the Tony University of Technology um, and, and working in the university um, environment, you get to know a lot of players because you play against them. And then when you go off to, to the TNL level, uh, you get to know a lot of players again because you're coaching different players on different levels and you're playing against different players from different uh, places. You need to analyze them. You need to to know how to counter them, yeah. know their strength, their weaknesses. So you, you end up knowing a whole lot of players, even junior players that are coming through the system that are still in high school. You sort of start, start knowing them sure. because of the work that we do um, on the provincial level. So it is an advantage to know um, uh, quite a, a large group of, of those players in South Africa. And yeah, it assists us when they come to us, when they come through the ranks to the spa proteas.
Uh, uh, having a look at the rankings now, and I don't know how fair they are because uh, who knows who's played <laughs> against who and when. And uh, What are we at the moment? Fifth at the moment. Jamaica's been overtaken by England. England's this nemesis where we can or sometimes not beat them. What is yeah. the plan? End of 2021, if I said to you, what would be a good year for Dumasani Chalke? Well, good year for us would obviously uh, be playing internationals because remember our ranking system is based on the number mm. of international players you play. And also you want to play um, against teams that are either 50 points below you or 50 points ahead of you so that should you lose any points or gain any points, it's of value because you, you don't want to be playing your world number one, your Australia all the time because every time you lose, they gain points and they get further and further away. Right. So for us, it, it's very important to play internationals. I mean, it's easy for Australia and New Zealand because they're neighbors yeah. uh, to, to be playing internationals. They're playing the Constellation Cup coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, we would have loved to have more internationals as well. And that's why we are grateful that we are playing Uganda um, coming up because they, they, they're in the top 10 in the world, uh, right behind us with, with Malawi. Mm. So, um, yeah, we welcome the challenge. But, yeah, good year for us. Yeah, playing more internationals, getting more Spa Protea players into the system. And hopefully, well, Jamaica actually overtook England. So Jamaica yes. is not number three. England's number four. Oh, they swap around. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those two like playing games. Um, <laughs> we're still, <laughs> we're still at number five and we, oh, we, we just want to crack that top four. I mean, once you crack, oh. crack that top four, anything's possible. It's, I'm just having a look at this. Three out of the 10, uh, top 10 are African countries. So we're obviously doing something right. And Zimbabwe knocking on the door. Zambia also just around the corner. Mm-hmm. African netball is looking pretty strong. Very, very strong. And it's evident in the number of players that we as Africans are, are exporting to either England, Australia, or the ANZ in New Zealand. Mm. So we, we're having a larger number of players. Even players from, from Zimbabwe are being uh, drafted. Uh, Felicitas was playing um, in one of the, one of the games tonight, uh, out, or this afternoon, out in England. And she's from Zimbabwe. She's, they're not even in the top 10, but they have players that are playing in the England Super League. So like you said, Africa is definitely doing something right. Mm. I mean, we have all three countries, South Africa, Malawi, Uganda in the top 10. Who knows, one day we might have an African team in the top three. Mm. And yeah, if, if we're exporting players like you say, they come back, they show, they, they bring the knowledge and the expertise from those top five countries and yep. it can only get better. But that's exactly how it's been happening. That's how we've been getting better as, as the spark proteas, right. um, shortening and lessening the margins between us and the big guns, between us and England, us and Australia, us and New Zealand, because the players play against these players all the time. And mm. they come back and they're like, okay, this is how it goes. This is what happens. This is how we can get better as a country. And that's how we're getting better. That's how Zimbabwe even qualified for the first time to go to the World Cup in 2019, because they had players coming back and plowing back into that system. So we currently have a bar what seven players that are playing overseas and by the time they come back we'll have information on english players we'll have information on australians and new zealand and some of the jamaican girls that play down in australia my guest is spa protein assistant netball coach dumasani chauke dumasani let's talk about you for a bit um how's it been fitting in there's there's been a new coach over the last couple of years um mm-hmm. the the big shoes for you guys to fill in from that coach how's mm-hmm. that system going how's the 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 way forward looking for nepal well initially it was quite a lot of pressure uh, i think for me personally it was quite a lot of pressure because for five years we had australian coaches uh, that were coaching the spa proteas but i think the pressure came off when i when Personally, I looked at myself, I'm like, listen, I'm not Australian. I'm a Shangan girl from Malamulele. 
Me trying to be an Australian will never work. So how about I be Dumisani and yeah. I be a South African netball coach? And the moment I did that, the pressure came off and I just walked into into the role. I didn't walk into anyone's shoes. I took my own pair of size nines and I put them on and I started walking. Size nines? <laughs> yes, netball girls, we are big girls. How tall are you, Dumasani? I'm 188. 188? Yes. That's taller than I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're a big Shangan lady. I'm scared of you already. <laughs> uh, so, so things are looking good. Think the the strategies going forward. One of the big issues that did come up, what was it, late last year during the league, was the amount of black and and white players on the league. Is that something that you worry about as 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 the top ranked coaches? Well, it's it's in in a in a country like ours uh, with such a diverse group of people, it's always going to be um, an effort to try and get representation across the board. And that is why the government and the, the Department of Sport has mm. implemented and is forcing us, uh, well, is, is requiring us to have or to meet the EPG standards. So EPG is a whole lot of other political stuff. We'll get into that another time. <laughs> but yes, for us currently as South African coaches, it is our responsibility to breed the next group of young black players, young Indian players, mm. young colored players, young white players coming in so that we have representation across the board and not just black players what's that what are those figures looking like is is that something you worry about that you get oh we're not going to be able to do our numbers next month well not necessarily because sometimes it just, it, it just naturally happens that we do Excellent. have the correct numbers yeah. uh, when it comes to reaching the targets and we're like oh like you look back and you're like oh okay yeah we reached the target there it's fine mm -hmm. because then before we can even select anything the team has to be vetted has to be approved people from the EPG uh, the, the, from the office will say listen we need proper representation in management representation with the players in the reserves and stuff like that and I think for us it's been quite easy because we stepped in and we did have those numbers mm -hmm. yes we'd like to see more black players coming through the system but that is not going to be an overnight success and also that will not only happen at the top it needs to start right from the province, district level to province mm. to um, the, 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 the seniors and then it can translate to the most elite level which is the SPA Proteus. Explain the 5-4 rule. 5-4 or 5-2? With the representation. The way I understand it is, is it what, five, you can have five black players and two white players or two white players, five black players? Yeah, I don't know where they get that from but that has been a tournament rule to try and address transformation in provinces. So depending on the demographics of the province, yeah. um, they then require that rule. I'm not too sure how they implement it or how they monitor it. Okay. That has got to do with the actual office. Um, I'm just the coach that sits on the bench and make sure I've got the right numbers. <laughs> so <laughs> does, does that affect you as the national coach? You look at your team and you go, well, I've got, I've got I've, my, I've, by, by, by quality alone, I've got a f team full of black players. Mm. Do, do you have to put a white player in? Um, on a national level? Yes. Um, I, I think so in a way, but it, it's never been a point where you're, sit, you're stuck in a corner and you're like, I need to find, I need to find. It's usually quite easy because they spread this, themselves out. Yeah, so we don't have that problem. It just makes no sense to me. Why would you have to, you know, if you've, it, we, we look for pure representation in the country. That's the ideal, right? Is that yes, we, ideal, we, we, yes. we choose an ideal and if it happens to be all black, that's fantastic because that yes. means yeah, the system has worked, things have changed, and now we yes. have a representative, representative country, uh, team yes. and it happens to be all black. If yes. you have to put a white person in, surely that's like having to put a black person in. You're just doing it because of a skin color. 
Yeah, so 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 the funny thing is, um, so I've I've coached in teams where, by luck, I actually had fifty-fifty. So we we go to a tournament, we get to the tournament. So I select players based on what they bring onto the court. Right. And so I think one of the management is like, do me, says they whisper in my ear like, have you looked at the numbers? I'm like, what numbers? They're like, no, like the the color. I'm like, what color? The, the bibs, like the bibs or the kids. What is that? They're like, no, the skin. I'm like, oh, yeah, that. Oh. And I'm like, no, but we are fine. You see, I, I don't look at that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, d- I do know there was a time I actually got into trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I got into trouble. 2018, I went to uh, Botswana with uh, the South African 20 team. For some odd reason, right? I actually also had 6-6. Six, six. Mm-hmm. For some odd reason, I had five black players that were injured. Oh, no. So I, ha- I had to play as a black coach with six white players and one black player. Yeah. I got into trouble and I said to them, the players are injured. Yeah, yeah. What am I supposed to do? Sure. I can put injured players onto the court so we can tick boxes or we can play with what we have and mm. we can win the gold medal. And they said, win. I said, okay, we won. And we came back and they were happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to get you into trouble, Dumasani. I, yeah, I, please I, I, don't. I'm just, I'm just curious <laughs> as to what the systems are. Every sport seems to have a different system and I know netball has this interesting one. But okay, yeah. so um, end of March, Uganda and who did you say you were up against? Uganda and Namibia. We and are Namibia. hoping to have two South African teams, which is the Spa Proteas and the President's 12, which is like the second team, mm-hmm. and uh, the under-21s okay. uh, who will be preparing for the under-21 World Cup happening down in Fiji in December 2021. Okay, so plenty for you to do. Thank you very much for joining mm-hmm. us and, and highlighting us, and let me let me go put on my size nines and challenge you on the court one day. No problem, I'll see you there. Dumasani Chauke, Spa Proteas <laughs> Assistant Netball Coach, joining us here on Sport Tracks.